0: Welcome to another episode of Ananda Marga DharmaCast, and I'm your host Dada Pragyananda. And today we're going to look at a subject which is called ideological flow and the eightfold path. This is based on a discourse given by my Guru Sri Sri Ananda Murti in his book Ananda Vachanamritam, Part 14. So. The eightfold path, and we're going to talk about it, is associated with Lord Buddha, and many people have heard of this. But this concept of ideological flow is really a concept which Sri Chinmoy Murthy has um, kind—you of, can say—coined the term in his philosophy. But it's it's one which I think spiritual aspirants from around the world will understand. So what is it? It goes like this. He says. In the case of our solar system, the sun is the nucleus and so many planets and satellites are moving around the sun, knowingly or unknowingly. Similarly, for the entire cosmos, Parma Purusha, the supreme consciousness, which some people know as God, is the nucleus and everybody is moving around him, knowingly or unknowingly. This is the ideological flow. So what he's saying is that for humans, there is a, a point, there is some purpose to the existence. We have some goal. And what is the goal? The goal is to merge in God. That's, that's really what the, the ideology or the flow of human life is really about, the real underlying meaning of it. So the question, it comes, you know, How can we realize this goal? If this is what we're supposed to be doing, we're supposed to flow towards, move towards the Supreme Consciousness, how can we do that? So, over the years, many people have tried to answer that question, and 2,500 years ago, um, Buddha, Lord Buddha, Gautam Buddha, was a, a young, he was a young prince, and then he, he dropped out of that profession. You can say he left his his kingdom to um, to seek the truth. And what he found was there is a there is an eightfold method to do it. And in this discourse, which Sri Sri Anandamurti gave, um, he gave this lecture many times. But in this case, it's based on one given in in Thailand in 1979. He spoke about Buddha's path. But in a way that's a little bit different from classical Buddhism. What you, if you look up um, the Eightfold Path in Wikipedia, you'll find some slight differences. But it's the spiritual essence of it is there. So I want to go through that. So he said Buddha talked about eight factors that are necessary. And the first one is called Samyak Darshan. So Samyak is which is this is a term which appears in all of these eight. Um, items. Samyak means proper, perfect, good, you know, wonderful. It's, uh, it's the exact thing you need. And darshan, darshan means there are two meanings of it. One meaning is vision, what you see, but another meaning is it's a, a philosophy, what, what your philosophy. So it's your philosophy of life. So, so in order to reach the goal, you have to have a proper philosophy of life. Proper something that which gives you that points you the way, just like if you want to go to a certain destination, you need the proper map, the proper guidance. So the darshan um, gives you the proper guidance. It tells you what you should do, what you shouldn't do, and what will bring you to your goal. So that's that's the first factor. Then the second one is called samyak sankalpa. So once again, proper. But what is, what is sankalpa? Sankalpa is, you can call it determination or a vow. I will take a, I must do this thing. This is this is what I want to do. Because if you just have a philosophy, that won't get you anywhere. But you, ha, you have to start moving. And you won't start moving towards it. You won't start doing something unless you take the determination. I'm going to do this. Just like if you have any kind of difficult task in front of you. You say, I'm going to finish this chore today. I'm going to dig my garden. Uh, I'm going to do this thing. But if you don't take that determination, you're not going to do it. You don't, you don't say, yes, I'm going to do it. You write it down on your list, and then you do it. That's, then you will get it done. And f- famously in the, in the life of, of Lord Buddha, he took a determination one day. He said, "You know, I'm going to sit here until I realize the truth in my meditation, until I realize what, you know, what I have to do, and what is that goal of life. So he did that. Now, there are other factors that are needed in order to have success in this path once you've embarked on it. And then the third thing that, he, that Buddha spoke about was, he called it Samyak Ajiva, so ajiva means an occupation. So occupation here is, there are two meanings of it. One is physical occupation. So what Lord Buddha said is that you should have a physical occupation that doesn't harm anybody. That that is good. Is noble, moral. So like you can make a lot of money by cheating people or by selling bad things. You know that will harm people. But that's you make a lot of money. True, but it's not. A, good occupation, not a clean occupation. And a second meaning of Ajiva is the occupation of your mind. What is your mind dwelling on? So your mind should be dwelling on on something that's clean and noble and good and will help people. So this is the the third factor, Samyak Ajiva. And then um, what Buddha spoke about, Samyak Vak. So Vak means... um, has a few meanings but normally the literal meaning is the organ of speech is is is, is vok so that's why if you look up um, what is um, Eightfold Path and you know some classical text some Buddhism says right speech so you should have good speech no doubt but there's a wider interpretation of of um, of vok it also means all of our organs so all of our organs whether they' the organs which are receiving or the organs which are uh, giving, our know, speaking and doing and things like this, the motor organs, all of them should be engaged properly. So we shouldn't say bad things. We should, we should say uplifting things. We should control our speech. We should control all of our organs. And, and um, I want to draw a parallel like, um, Shiva, um, seven thousand years ago, spoke about the same things. He spoke about firm determination. You know, samma sankalpa. He said you must be firm, have firm determination. He said that's one of his secrets of success. Another one of the secrets of success that Shiva spoke about was called indriya nigraha, that you must learn how to control your organs. In fact, that's really what yoga is all about. Is to learn how to control the different organs so that we can move our our um, vehicle. So let's say you had a, in the ancient times, they spoke about a, a chariot which was pulled by horses. Uh, in the Vedas, they did anyway. They spoke about a chariot pulled by horses. But if these horses are out of control, you can't do anything. So the horses are symbolic. The horses are the organs of our sensory and motor organs. And if our mind is not in control of these organs, then the the chariot will be wrecked. So that's why Buddha said one of the secrets is the samyak-vak. We have to control these organs. So this is um, very important. So then, the next um, point, point five, is samyak viyam. Viyam means exercise. So normally when we think of exercise you think you're going to do some push-ups and sit-ups and, and, you know, aerobic exercise or this exercise. But here we're talking about um, exercise of the mind. So the mind has to have its proper exercise. Proper, it should be psycho-spiritual, physical, psycho-spiritual. this should be physical exercise, psychic, and spiritual exercise, which um, brings out all the best possibilities of a human being. In another um, instance, not in this particular one which I'm reading from, uh, Sri Sri mentioned that this program that he once gave called 16 points is is a perfect kind of exercise in all of these realms. So you can look into that if you want to get the best exercise you can. So then another um, point here is um, Samyakarmanta. So this mm-hmm. is like uh, karmanta means, you might have heard the word karma, so it has to do with action. So samyakarmanta means the proper action, but, and that's what classical Buddhism talks about, classical action, right action. But also there's another meaning here. Action really is comprised of different parts. So many people begin an action, and, and some people stop immediately, some people go to the middle of it, but there are a lot of people who never complete the action. So samyak karmanta in its best form means that you undertake an action and you complete it. So the spiritual path is really like that too. That Many people begin it, but it's a little bit arduous. And then people go a little bit and then they drop out. So that's why in order to finally be successful, you really have to have this quality of being able to finish a task. But that's samyak karmanta. That's the sixth factor. And the seventh factor is samyak smriti. Smriti means memory. So write memory. What should you remember? So what should you remember? So we have to remember our oh, password to the, the computer and things like that. Okay, that's important. But there's something more important that has to be remembered. And what is that most important thing? the most important thing is that that we are connected with that supreme consciousness and that's what the, that's the whole the spiritual foundation the psychological foundation of mantra yoga to remember so what should you remember not just any meaningless thing you should remember who you are and what you have to do and where you're going and in just one little Um, concentrated way. You have to remember that. Keep remembering that. So that's proper memory. And if you do that often enough, it becomes what's called druva smriti, or fixed memory. So we have to practice this. And this is also, I think it's called right meditation. Yes, you should meditate on on your goal. So this is a very important um, point. So we should remember, but remember who we are and what we have to do. So this is samyak, Smriti, and then um, if you do that seventh point, and if you do these seven points nicely, then you reach the eighth part of the Buddha's eightfold path, and that's called Samyak Samadhi. So that's called proper absorption. So when you get completely absorbed in something, let's say, sometimes we get absorbed in some physical thing, we just... We lose ourselves in that physical action. But here we're not losing ourselves in a physical action, it's in a spiritual um, spiritual direction. And that's when we merge with our the goal of, of, of life with that supreme consciousness. That's the spiritual absorption, spiritual samadhi. So samadhi is a state of extreme bliss. So that's the goal of, of and that's really what the ideological Flow is to reach that flow, point. So that's what Buddha was speaking about, and that's what Anandamurti spoke about. So he, we came here for a purpose and we should achieve this purpose but in order to achieve this purpose we need to undertake a systematic method to do it. So so Buddha spoke about it, Anandamurti spoke about it, many other teachers have, have tried to give these methods to people so that they would do that. Because the philosophy by itself is only so much. It's just it's a good thing to point us on the direction, but we need to f- do some action. So that action is in- incorporated in this eightfold um, path of, of Lord Buddha. Now, there's also the eightfold path of Ashtanga Yoga. It's there are different kinds of um, uh, formulations of what you have to do. But here is the this, the, what Buddha spoke about and what, how Anandamurti has a little bit amplified it and I would commend, uh, recommend to people uh, go through some of the books written by Sri Sri Anandamurti and um, you will be um, enlightened in the sense of it will really inspire you so that's all for today and I'll be back with more episodes of Anandamarga Dharma Cast and if you have any suggestions you can I think really, the best way to reach me is info at dharmacast.com, and I will um, promptly respond to, to your query, and if you have any suggestions for future um, podcasts, then we'd really love to receive them. So, I bid you namaskar. It means I salute you with all the love of my heart and my mind.
1: Namaskar.